Hello and welcome to the very first edition of the Washed Up and Never Was podcast. We're coming to you live from the 10th Road Studios and I'm your host, Big Ant. And I'm right here with my co-host, JC. Tell him a little something about you, handsome. Big Ant, glad to have you with me. Uh, big day right now in American history. We got the inauguration of uh, President Trump and uh, first day of our big podcast. Coming to you live from our 10th Road Studios. Oh yeah, because the two both go together. <laughs> Uh, little about me. You know, big uh, big athlete growing up. Now I'm pretty much uh, injury after injury and not able to play anymore. Figured. Or a wash up, as they call it. Yeah, wash up, however you want to put it. But uh, not able to play any of the games no more. So uh, gonna stick behind a microphone and give my sports knowledge to the world. Well, that's cool, John. Even though it ain't much shit, if you ask me. Well, I'm Big Ant. Uh, I'm a college student. Uh, my hope is to be into broadcasting when I get older, so I thought this would be a good uh, way to put my foot in the door. And uh, Because you're never able to play, obviously, right? <laughs> hey, I did a little bit of playing when I was young. I was considered really good in high school. I was a four-year varsity baseball player, made all Brooklyn, all Queens uh, team twice. So, you know, I do all right. I do all right. I'm a big football fan, huge Jets fan growing up. But they're out and Sorry Jeff fan Oh my god You're telling me And now I gotta watch My arch rival Play Pittsburgh You know And New England's Firing on all cylinders This year Especially coming off A big win against Texans last week They made him look Like chumps You know Brock Osweiler Really going to dumps Kid has no arm No touch He can only launch it Down the field And you know Bill Belichick Phenomenal coach Best in the business And he got A QB right by him The handsome Tom Brady and, he is very handsome. Oh, gorgeous. That hairline. And a nice hot wife. Oh, I, I hit it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, that's why he had to throw out the phone, you know, because he had all the nudes on there. <laughs> She's sending him some fun while he's away. But uh, so, uh, John, you know, they got Pittsburgh and New England. Big game going against each other in the playoffs one more time. I feel like their rival, rivalry between Big Ben and Tom Brady hasn't been seen as much. Because uh, Peyton was always in the league And they had big battles in the playoffs But now I think this finally shines some light in the AFC With Big Ben going against Tom Brady Well you brought in You you said Peyton It's amazing the last I think 14 years It's been Ben, Brady, Manning Flacco had that one year he was in there And uh, here we are again Roethlisberger and Brady I mean it's almost it's incredible the run these guys had and it's it looks like they're never gonna stop. When are we gonna see a new quarterback come out of the AFC and lead their team, you know, going to the Super Bowl? Yeah. And now you got Big Ben dealing with the big controversy going on in the Steelers locker room. Uh as everybody probably heard, after the big win they had against the Chiefs, big stop on the hold. I don't think it was a hold. Uh Antonio Brown went on a Facebook Live video and uh, was able to give out uh, detailed information that was going on in the locker room, which apparently is an NFL rule where that is not allowed to shoot videos or any sort of social media within a locker room. And Antonio Brown was just informed on that, and uh, he was asked questions about it. And people were asking, will we see another video? And like a dumbass, he didn't respond with the right answer. What do you think the right answer would be? Videos are, you know, sorry, it'll never happen again. And know what he said? Just wait and see. Oh, well. <laughs> That's just Antonio Brown being Antonio Brown. 
Business is booming, baby. <laughs> and this is the first time Pittsburgh has their big three together. Uh, Roethlisberger, Brown, and Bell. They're all firing on all cylinders at the moment. But so are the Patriots. Brady's 6-2 uh, and two versus Ben. And, you know, they have the home field advantage. And uh, Big Ben hasn't won there since uh, 2008. Speaking of home field advantage, you're right. Patriots 5-1 and one in championship games at uh, Gillette Stadium. So them Boston people up there are going to be going nuts. I'm sure looking to get, you know, Brady into a, I don't know. No, those Boston seven, people are hecklers. <laughs> seventh uh, Super Bowl. Uh, Pittsburgh, though. <clears throat> this is the third time Pittsburgh and New England squaring off in the uh, AFC Championship game. Both times, Brady's been victorious, but both times in Heinz Field. Does Ben get a little revenge, you know, this weekend and uh, take him down in Gillette Stadium? He's got to hope so. He needs something. They haven't won there in a while, but I think it'll be a, a big shootout. You know, they played there earlier in the season, but uh, Roethlisberger tore his knee. He was out. And uh, Landry Jones didn't do too well, threw two picks, and Brady walked away with an easy victory. But what they got to do, they got to get it together. They got to be able to come in big and shoot off quick. They got to take advantage of that Patriots defense. They're solid, but I wouldn't say too solid. They don't really got any big names. They traded Landon Collins early in the year. Belichick just makes it work. Whoever he puts out there, he can take my scrub ass off the street and you know, put, put two braces on my legs and, you know, I'll be a star. Oh, yeah, he makes anybody a star. You ever hear, who was who Malcolm Butler before that interception? <laughs> Who's Matt Castle? <laughs> exactly. You got these guys, no names, and next thing you know, they make a big play, and they're superstars. Even when they won uh, Pittsburgh in 2008, Castle was the quarterback. You know, this is their uh, sixth straight AFC game, and... They got to expect big things, uh, the Patriots. They got to have big hopes, especially playing a team that they've known to taken care of in the playoffs. Even Big Ben is bad on the road. This season, he has 29 total, and all 20, 20 of them come at home with throwing nine TDs and nine interceptions away, which are horrible, horrible numbers, and it makes you a little nervous heading into uh, Gillette Stadium. And another thing that got to make you nervous, uh, Patriots with Deion Lewis on the sidelines. That's got, the dude that got the, the hat trick last yeah, week, Yeah, big right? hat trick. Uh, the Russian TD. Ran one back. And caught one. Yeah, caught one. Guy's just a playmaker. Like another one. Whoever Belichick puts out there, they just perform. You know, it doesn't matter if it's Blunt scoring touchdowns one week, Lewis, or James White even. Oh, they're from Germany. You see that big left tackle they have? <laughs> but uh, with, with that being said, he's undefeated when he's suiting up on the sidelines. So that's another thing probably... Uh, Pittsburgh should be nervous about. Yeah, it could be a real X factor. Reminds me a lot of Devin Hester almost. You could throw him out there almost any position. He'd be ready for it, whether it be running, receiving, or returning. And that's what you got to like out of a guy. And that's what New England has. Bill Belichick brings those people out there who want to give it all, who want to participate participate fully. No one who cuts corners. He even questions them throughout the league, uh, throughout the week. And no one else around the league does that. Only him. He has them ready on the nose. Another thing, uh, Deion Lewis. Another Cleveland Brown. That <laughs> another one that got away from the organization. And <laughs> hey, whether you heard Money Manziel's coming back. Oh my God! I the return. The oh. return. 
Don't even get me started the with Jets that. should sign him. Never. <laughs> That's the worst thing he needs with the New York media. <laughs> maybe when we blow up, we'll be covering him. His <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe get him on the podcast be our first guest. Oh, one thing I want to talk about was with uh, New England and Pittsburgh, with the Steelers that shouldn't be a little confident going into this game. Brady hasn't had much competition as a court going against a quarterback <clears throat> since week 11 in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Since then, they've been on an eight-game winning streak, but just the guys he's going up against, just no competition really. Look yeah, at uh, week week 11, Colin Kaepernick. Garbage. Week 12, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Didn't even know he existed. <laughs> week 13 against Goff. Is he Jared still Goff. alive? <laughs> Uh, week 14, going up against Joe Flacco. Waste of money. Uh, he had a good game. I mean, they came back late and made it a game, but still, it's... Win one Super Bowl, you cash in. Trevor Simeon, week 15. What'd you say, Seaman? <laughs> <laughs> Bryce Petty. Oh, God. Uh, Moore from the Dolphins. And his last week beating Brock Osweiler. I mean, all, no them, guys, all them guys put together, I don't even think a, a percentage of what Ben Roethlisberger is and... What he brings to the table for the Steelers. But see, the Steelers are in the same boat. They are they're on a phenomenal win streak. Everyone knows the Packers and Rodgers is run the table comments. But hey, the Steelers are just as big as a run. They're the ones really running the table. They won nine in a row. But like you said, New England hasn't faced so much competition on the offensive side. And the same goes for Pittsburgh. The last elite quarterback, elite quarterback they played was Andrew Luck. That was November 24th. That's going back so many weeks. So they don't know. I don't think they know how to go on a shootout. The, I, how can you expect them to go go against high-pressure situations knowing the guy next to you could, could just go light it up for 80 yards on a drive real quick? That makes you nervous. Especially with uh, Pittsburgh. Bell set, almost set the record for Steelers' most rushing yards and... Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> Excuse me, rushing yards in his first two playoff games. Brown's been over 100 yards receiving. Just in one, two, three, you know they could. And the way the offense is clicking, I mean, they didn't score a touchdown last See, week. See, that's what I was worried about. They didn't score a touchdown last week. That makes you a little nervous. But one thing that does make you happy about, you know, the kicker can make it. <laughs> I think that's one of the most important things in playoffs is the kicker. Everyone excludes special teams. I think the kicker's phenomenal. Well, Kick has been on point this uh, postseason. They Boswell, have... I think his name. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know his name. Kick has uh, haven't missed a field goal attempt all year so far in the postseason. They missed a couple uh, extra points. I think in one of those early blowouts in a wild card weekend. But field goal kickers are perfect throughout the playoffs and as of right now. And they definitely in this game could be a big part in determining the winner. Hey man, there's a dial, and you need to turn it up when you hit the postseason. There needs to be some sort of focus in there that has to come out. And see, that's where I think Brady and both Roethlisberger have it. And see, I think Pittsburgh has more people of that mindset than I think the Patriots do. You always hear of, you know, Brady and Belichick, best combo. I think one of the most underrated combos is Tomlin and Roethlisberger. You know how Tomlin thinks about Belichick. Oh, the assholes. What do you call it? You got Tomlin, who I think is a really hard-nosed coach, really likes to dig in there, brings the best out of his players, and if they don't, he gets rid of them just as much as Belichick would. Now, he's dealing with a bit of personality in Antonio Brown, 
But see, where I think Antonio Brown is different than those Odell Beckhams and Terrell Owens and Ocho Cinco's, Chad Johnson. Antonio Brown got when the game's on, he's in there. He he wants it. He just wants it. He's not on the sideline, uh, kicking kicking nets and crying to the fans and screaming like a no, just baby. twerking in the end zone. Hey, what's wrong with twerking? It's 20, 2017, Everyone's twerking now. Ain't nobody <laughs> shaking that ass for me on the Jets. <laughs> but let's uh, move on to Packers and uh and Falcons. They got a big week coming up too, heading in. The NFC Championship. Last game at the Georgia Dome. Oh, big thing. You know, you saw that they had, they were doing so bad that fans demanded them take off uh, prices for the concession stands. They're like half off to go in there to eat at the Georgia Dome or drink. Know how wasted you must be in the stadium? No wonder why they're winning. They got people, do something for me. Hell yeah, I would win if a drunk guy was screaming at me too. What are you doing Sunday? Want to go down to the game? Hell yeah, yo, $3 hey, what... <laughs> beers. You're buying, Cheech. <laughs> now we got uh, Matt Ryan and Aaron Rodgers, two big MVP candidates, probably the clear-cut two. I don't give what anyone says. Neither of those Cowboys guys should win it. They have the best offensive line. These guys work with trash, especially Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers working on another 4,000, 40 TD season. That's like a... Like Drew Brees getting 5,000 in a year. It happens like it's nothing. But then you got Matty Ice working up to his first big Pro Bowl year, making the All-Pro team. 4,900 yards, 38 TDs, leading the league in uh, quarterback rating. And I think what it comes down to this game is the battle of the weapons. Who do you think will be a more shining star? For me, I got my big weapon for them, Brooke Reed, the defensive end. He had a big week last week with three tackles, a sack, three hurries, and one tackle for a loss, which is going to play a big role in Russian Rodgers, although it gets scary because he's good out of the pocket. My uh, key factor, weapon, you know, it's just going to be Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Amen, brother. He has Nelson with the broken ribs. He don't know if he's going to play. You don't, uh, Adams has been limited in practice all week. And it doesn't matter who, you know, Cobb one, one week has three touchdowns. Next week he comes back, he's making plays all over. The guy throws Hail Marys. They catch him. It's that throw last week to Cook. He, I seen it. He drew it up in the huddle. I watched, was watching the game. I see him drawing up. I'm, I'm like, is he really drawing a play? And you see what his hands tells, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was actually telling Cook right. to run that, you know, post pattern towards the sideline. And just that throw alone. If they if Atlanta could stop Rodgers, obviously they'll win this game. Listen, man, there's three things that come good out of Green Bay and Wisconsin. One, that's the cheese. Two, that's the women. Three, that's Aaron Rodgers' arm. <laughs> and that dude could just launch it. Can you believe that play to Cook last week? Oh, my God. I thought the game was over. I was going to grab another beer ready for uh, overtime. Michael Jackson-esque with, Yo, those, uh, with the toe drag. Oh, God, man. Man, I, I dropped a chicken wing running back to see that game, man. I was very disappointed. Now, they got the better defense, I think, goes to Atlanta. They have uh, Vic Beasley, obviously. They have Vic Beasley, who's leading the uh, league in sacks, 15 and a half. Definitely a player could probably be mentioned for Defensive Player of the Year. Then you, on late. then you got the Ageless Wonder, Dwight Freeney, still kicking it. And, you know, they got a solid pass rush. They get it up there. They're fat, big, chunky, speedy boys, man. Six foot three, 250. God, I'd be running in my underwear away from them. 
And then you got Ricardo Allen playing center field for the free safety. If that kid could cover that middle of the field and avoid Adams making a cut across or cook a cut across and let the boys on the corners handle what they need to handle, I think they could shut Rodgers down. Although it ain't going to be much, this game is going to be a shootout. And it really narrows down to the run game. Whoever can take advantage of the ground will take advantage of the air. Both of them are uh, play-action passes, especially Rodgers. Rodgers likes to do that play-action with a rollout. Hopefully hits on on a button hook. That's how he likes to see things. With Rodgers, though, I think the run game, Green Bay has been passing 70% of their plays recently. So the Packers really don't have much of a run game. I mean, you had to convert a receiver into a running back. Christine Michael, when they put him in there, he's looking like he's running for a new contract. (laughs) He's running hard. Needs it. So I have to give the advantage probably to Atlanta with the rushing game. Yeah, me too, me too. You had Freeman, who was a 1,000-yard rusher in the regular season. Then he has a... Uh, who's the compliment to him? Coleman. 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 He's a, he's good, too. He had a... I'm pretty sure he had a... He's leading the uh, postseason in rush yards or something like that so far. I mean, because they're the only ones running that late. And uh, hopefully Montgomery is able to kick it a little bit for, for Green Bay. But then again, I think Rodgers, you know... I think he's on a whole nother level than everybody else. The only one standing next to him is Brady, really, at that level. And Rodgers is just going to be able to light it up with his arm. If he could avoid that pass rush, then again, Green Bay got one of the best offensive lines for Rodgers. You know, you got to protect that golden goose. He's the only thing McCarthy's riding. I personally think he's a waste. If they didn't make the playoffs, they would have fired his ass. McCarthy? Yeah, he's chunking on that cheese too much down in Green Bay, baby. <laughs> this weekend is a big uh, rematch from uh, Week 8 when Atlanta took down the Green Bay 33-32 in the uh, Georgia Dome. Yeah, but that was before Aaron Rodgers made the statement, run the table, baby. And he's gonna take, and he was able to take them to uh, a big win streak to get them to 10 wins and go on into the playoffs. But that Week 8 game... Shouldn't really reflect how it's going to be this week because they had a lot of injuries. They didn't have Randall Cobb, and they just lost Eddie Lacy. And if you've watched much Green Bay, Green Bay really relies on that run game. Now, they don't need 100 yards or even 80 yards. They just need 50 and the illusion of a run game so that Aaron could run that play action. Their run game was so bad because of the Lacy injury that... Aaron Rodgers actually led the team in rushing yards this, this game with 60. And, you know, that's hard to compete with. And uh, Sounds like me when I used to play, leading the team in uh, rushing yards yeah, as where, a quarterback. Where are your knees now? <laughs> in a brace. And I'm icing in about 10 minutes. <laughs> For those of you that are just getting to know us, John has uh, tore his knee twice in a matter of, what, a year? Yeah, torn ACL, torn meniscus. It's, uh hasn't been a... Great year. Yeah, neither neither was it early for the Packers with all the injuries that been lagging. And they just seem to can't get rid of this injury bug. Now they're dealing with uh, Jordy Nelson, uh, cracked ribs. Uh, they, they He's down as questionable. I don't think go, man. You, you're just going to see people firing at those ribs. I mean, I would if I played. I had broken ribs years ago. I got hurt at work and I was just sneezing. I you know the pain. Just breathing looks like a lot. If I was a defensive back on Atlanta, I would almost let Nelson catch the ball just to get a nice shot right in his ribs. 
I mean, I, I, it's doubtful that he has to play. Yeah, that's where I'd be. I'd be targeting him right at the ribs all game. If you know it's hurting him, why not go after it? That's why I wonder if uh, Julio Jones comes, do you see guys going after his foot? Do you see, you know, he's in a pile up? Uh, do you see someone stepping on it, you know, probably punching it? I, mean, I don't know what punching a foot will do for you. But, you know, I, I go right after it. Take what you can. Every advantage counts in the NFL. Wins are hard to come by. Listen, this is the playoffs. This to the Super Bowl, you're going home. So, whatever it takes. If I had a chance and I seen Julio's legs sticking out, and whoops, <laughs> whatever <laughs> it takes it to get that guy off the field, because no one could really stop him. And he's probably the biggest X factor for the uh, Falcons. You know, you could say all you want about Matt Ryan and the MVP year he's having, the four four thousand plus yards, but. It really comes down to, I think, Julio Jones. He's just a phenomenal talent on the offense. He's part of the reason why they were the number two ranked offense to have that high-octane offense they, they've been so famous for having. And I think if you could take him out, might as well go for it. With these two offenses, you're probably going to expect you know a high shootout game. It might be like back in the back in the day when we were playing two hand touch outside. You know, first one of uh, ten touchdowns wins because this is the, probably the game we're gonna have. Back when my brothers used to smoke your brothers. I now, don't know about all of that. For all you that don't know us, still, uh, we both come from big families. All boys. John just has a new addition, a sister to the family. She'll get smoked by my baby <laughs> one day. I mean, we might have to set this up. You know. We'll, uh, a nice little brother versus uh, brother football game. Uh, I embarrassed you enough over your life. Settle this on the uh, settle this on the field. Maybe one day when I get out there, after all these surgeries. Yeah, maybe we'll have, finally have a wheelchair for you to play in. <laughs> so back to all these offenses. Last year in the uh, NFC Championship game, the Panthers set an NFC Championship game record for scoring forty nine points, most points scored in a game in a championship. Oh, see another MVP. You know, a lot of the MVP candidates making it making it far back-to-back postseasons. You know, you got Rodgers and Ryan, the big two MVP candidates, going at it. But do you think uh, we might? They have any of these teams have a chance to break that forty-nine points? Oh, I I think so, especially in this uh, Falcons uh, Packers game. Rodgers lights it up last week. He threw four. He threw four hundred three hundred fifty-five yards last week. I could see him go right out and doing the same again. I mean, in the Week 8 game alone, he threw four TDs. I, I could really, really see that score going by. I mean, what was the under-over on the uh, Falcons-Packers game? What do they got? 61, 60? Yes, somewhere in the 60, somewhere around there. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. I totally <laughs> see them smoking that score. And Rodgers has this fire right now. This he's absolutely sick numbers. In in this eight-game win streak, since ever he made that I could see us run the table comment... He has 21 TDs and just one, just one interception. That's insane. He's averaging 298 yards Did you say Rodgers or Johnny Conklin stats? Yeah, right. (laughs) Those were the old days, kid. Just one interception to me, that boggles my mind. If you could throw that accurate and that far, just, you know, you see quarterbacks like Sam Bradford on the Vikings, you know, went from the Eagles to the Vikings. He, he's considered a highly accurate quarterback, but, I mean, that guy... Doing it on his run, to his left, across his body, and that was a seed, 30, 40-yard pass. Oh, Rodgers, yeah. On oh. the money. One thing, though, I think uh, Green Bay has to look at, 
they want to make sure that if they're going to win, they got to win it in regular regular time. They don't want this game going to overtime. No, no, Matty Ice, man. That kid's clutch. That and kid's clutch. NFC Championships, only five games all time in the history of the, the championship game have went to overtime. Wow. And Packers played in two out of those five. Falcons played in one out of the five. Wow. Falcons won back in 98. And the Packers have lost both games. And both been on uh, pretty recently. 2007, they lost to the Giants when they went on to win their Super Bowl. And 2014 with Seattle. So Packers, if they want to get it done and go to the Super Bowl, they got to make sure they do it in regulation. Not too good. Yeah, you, you know... <coughs> But I still think Rodgers has that clutch factor, especially with last week. 42 seconds. 42 seconds. And he, and he says not mm. uh, too much time when they asked him uh, what they thought about it with the time on the clock. Well, they left him too much time. Way there. I mean, I never in my life would I think 40 seconds be too much. And, you know, I really see Green Bay taking it this week. Rodgers has this fire that just can't be put out. You can't get any. They get the whole Atlantic Ocean and throw it on them. It won't go out. And uh, they got what kind? What spread they have this week on it? Atlanta uh, is favored by five and a half points. Yeah, I seen Green Bay watching that. Green Bay wins by a touchdown. My guess is they win uh, thirty-eight, thirty-one. Thirty-eight, thirty-one. Nice prediction. Uh, if I had to pick, definitely taking Green Bay getting five and a half points. Thirty-eight, thirty-one. I definitely think the score is gonna be around there. I'm gonna go. Uh, Give me 37-34. Another late yeah. Crosby field goal takes it down, and uh, Green Bay moves on to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think it's just Green Bay's year. Say what you want about the Falcons. You know, they have a solid season. I just don't think... They don't have it. They don't have it. There's just this it factor, this magic that Green Bay has. It reminds me a lot of what the Giants had in 2011. 2007, even when Aaron Rodgers made that famous championship belt run, that's now the stupid ass discount double check. But um, what do you got for uh, New England Pittsburgh this week? New England Pittsburgh, New England, they're uh, spotting the Steelers six points, almost a full touchdown. Wow! With the over set at uh, 50 and a half, I don't know if they're gonna touch the over. I think it's, I mean, it might be a shootout, it might not, but I think. 50 yeah uh, they they probably will cover it but uh definitely I like I like the Steelers with the points getting six and I actually like the Steelers beating them straight out in wow. the stadium wow that's a bold prediction big bold big prediction. Ben the killer bees man business is booming Ben Bell Brown is gonna beat Belichick I'm on the other side of the coin there John uh, John I got um New England winning I think they wrap it up I'll take New England, even with uh, Pittsburgh getting the points. New England wins by a solid touchdown. I see them winning, uh, see them winning like, I want to say 27, 20, somewhere around there. I really do see them winning. I think it'll be relatively close, but I think Patriots carry it out all the way. 27, 20. I'm going to give you a crazy prediction right here. You heard it first here on the... Uh Washed up and never was podcast. You heard it here first on the podcast. Pittsburgh, 31, New England, 19. Wow. Shut New England down to 19 at their home stadium? 19. You heard it here. Well, it's been fun. What do you think so far, John? 
I think we got a bright future, me and you together. Hey, man. No, no making fun of us. Oh, hopefully your podcast career can be a lot better than your athletic career. Oh, same to you, handsome. You know, this is uh, just for fun for us. We have fun doing it. We both love absorbing stats and and we want to give our own opinions with the knowledge of the stats. We hope you enjoy it. We hope maybe our picks win your money because it sure as hell ain't winning me anything. John lives in a shoe box. I just found a shoe to put on last week. I think it was from that box. But, you know, we just hope the best out of things. If you enjoy it, download it, keep it, subscribe. Let me know how good looking I am. I'll send you my Twitter if you need it. All the ladies out there, hello. John? Yeah, follow us on Twitter. And uh, also, if you have any comments or you want to send anything or have anything you want us to talk about on the show, you could email us at watchedup. Neverwaspod at gmail.com. Please email us. We'll always put an email out there that we get, you know, all two of them. And our Twitter handle is at washedneverpod. So check us out on Twitter and uh, feel free to email, the, uh, email us. And we look forward to hearing from you guys.